From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 20th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. As schools reopen and sporting events and other activities associated with them resume, health officials are urging people to be more vigilant. Emma Henderson has more with Lucas County's health commissioner. Symptoms like fever, chill, fatigue, and a cough could be any illness. If you're feeling them now, it's time to get tested for COVID, regardless of vaccination status. And while we saw a burst of people getting vaccinated, those current numbers are much lower than its high point in March. We're gonna wanna go to those sporting events and we all need to make sure we take it upon ourselves into individual responsibility to make sure that we're protecting ourselves, our family, and our community. Emma Henderson in downtown Toledo. A panel of doctors at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center warned yesterday that if hospitalizations keep rising over the next month, hospitals may start eliminating elective surgeries and limiting outpatient services. Andrew Kinsey has more. Right now, one in seven people in the intensive care unit are being treated for COVID-19 here in Ohio. Doctors warn those numbers will get worse. These quick rises over the last four weeks have many of us concerned about the ability of the healthcare systems across the state of Ohio to weather another large COVID patient surge. The elasticity or the resilience of those hospitals to expand beds, expand uh, the ability to care for non-COVID patients uh, is certainly in question. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The village of Gambier in north-central Ohio has joined Athens as two municipalities that have voted for mask mandates in defiance of the Ohio legislature's efforts to keep health departments from issuing such health orders. More from Kevin Landers. The Gambier City Council passed an emergency order on Monday with the council voting 4-1 to to approve the mask mandate. The mayor says it was important to do it now with schools starting. From our local health department, state health department, CDC, American Academy of Pediatrics, they all say that requiring masks indoors, particularly at schools at this time, as we see the Delta variants really tear their way through a lot of communities, is the best way to make sure it happens. Gambier's mask mandate expires October 4th, but the mayor says the council could revisit it. Reporting from Gambier, Kevin Landers. Gambier is the home of Kenyon College. If you're one of the more than 15,000 planning to attend the Wonderbus Music Festival in Columbus next weekend, organizers say you will have to show you're COVID-free or wear a mask. Olivia Eugenio has more with the president of Organizer Elevation Group. Denny Young says given the rise in cases, the festival will now require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within 72 hours of the first day of the festival to enter without a mask. If we don't take stronger measures to try and create a safer environment, concerts will run into a brick wall. Young says most of their artists have asked for stronger protocols, and Young says this is the future of the industry. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. Police in the Columbus suburb of Westerville are investigating a possible assault involving the Westerville Central High School football team. Karina Nova reports. Investigators say someone who's on the team says they were all in the locker room when he was knocked to the ground. That's when multiple players kicked him, while one player possibly assaulted him in a sexual manner, this report says. This all happened on August 9th. The police chief released a statement saying they're conducting dozens of interviews. He says he's also working with the Delaware County prosecutor's office. He says once the investigation is complete, he'll forward any criminal charges. Karina Nova, ONN News. Some Afghans trying to leave their country as it falls under Taliban rule could land in northeast Ohio. Will Uick has the story. The U.S. State Department released a resettlement list for those fleeing Afghanistan and Iraq. 
places identified as having a reasonable cost of living and available housing. Cleveland comes in at 12th, something Global Cleveland's Joe Simperman says is also because of the region's experience. Cleveland and Northeast Ohio have shown themselves, whether it's the Soviet Jewish community, the community from Ethiopia, the community from Albania, or the community from Vietnam, or the community from Sudan, that we are ready to receive people to make sure that here in Cleveland, Ohio, they feel safe and they feel at home. I'm Will Uick. Another former fraternity member at Bowling Green State University has been indicted in connection with the death of a pledge during an alleged hazing ritual, Dave James reports. A grand jury indicted a 22-year-old former student Wednesday on charges that include involuntary manslaughter. His attorney declined to comment. Eight current or former members of the Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity at Bowling Green now have been indicted on criminal charges ranging from involuntary manslaughter to hazing and the death of Stone Foltz of Delaware, Ohio. The 20-year-old was found unconscious by a roommate after a party in March and died three days later. Dave James, in News. The Columbus Zoo and Aquarium is reporting its former CEO misused tens of thousands of dollars in funds. More from Brittany Bailey. The zoo's board of directors is reporting four people, including former CEO Tom Stolf, misused more than $630,000. Now, none of that missing money was supposed to be used to care for animals. The board leaders are saying they're reviewing all options for recovering the losses and funds from the former employees. An initial report was released, but today the zoo plans to release the full report. I'm Brittany Bailey. Cedar Point has announced next steps in an investigation into an incident that left one patron hospitalized last week. More from Andrew Kinsey. Cedar Point announcing Top Thrill Dragster will be closed the rest of the year. This comes after a woman was hit in the head by a metal object that fell off the ride last weekend. An investigation now underway, which the park says will take some time. So that ride will remain closed for the rest of the 2021 season. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohio's unemployment rate increased slightly in the latest report. Dave James has the details. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the jobless rate for July was 5.4 percent, up from 5.2 percent in June. The national rate is also 5.4. The report says there were 301,000 unemployed Ohioans in July, up 10,000 from the previous month. But there were also 19,000 more people working. Overall, just above 5.3 million people are working in Ohio. Dave James, I went in news. A team in southwest Ohio has advanced to the next round of the Little League World Series. Steve Vaughn reports. Hamilton's West Side Little League scored on a bases-loaded error in the eighth inning to get past Tennessee 1-0 in the opening round of the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Coach Kenny Coomer says he knew they'd eventually get on the scoreboard. I just kept on saying, hey, we're home team. You know, we always, we're going to have the last shot. So basically just uh, keep fighting, keep fighting. We, hit, we was hitting the ball. Uh, they made several great plays, and um, that's all we do. Just keep going at it. Hamilton will next play Sunday morning against California. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And honor flights have resumed in Columbus, in which military veterans are provided free trips to Washington, D.C. to see the nation's war memorials. Angela Ann has the story. The veterans returned home late last night to John Glenn Columbus International Airport. These vets say they really had a blast. Fantastic. Everything was great, and they treated us like gold. We ate, and we drank, and we had a good time together, and we saw a lot of memorials, and we just had a great, great time. This was the first honor flight for Columbus since the pandemic, so we're talking nearly two years. The next one is scheduled for September 9th. I'm Angela Ann. 
Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 